0: Welcome to the In the Pocket edition of the Game Sports Show. In the Pocket presented by SportsCenter Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie Ontario's best sports bar for six years in a row, three years best wings. Located on 624 Wellington Street West in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, you can follow them on Instagram, which is tagged at SportsCenter SSM, or Facebook, which is tagged at SportsCenter SSM. TGEM and the Game Sports Show and SportsCenter have been a family for over five years. SportsCenter is the first original home recording of the Game Sports Show Canada, and if you want to watch the game, be part of a great sports atmosphere while having delicious food. There is no better place or bar literally in town. Get there today or you may miss us or miss out on another great night from the Sioux's Best Sports Bar. Now let's get kicked off with In the Pocket, hosted by David McCaig Jr., joined by co-hosts Justin Heichel, EJ Russell, Jamie Antonello, and Tyler Ouellette. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. This is the In the Pocket Edition Season 5, Episode 14, presented by sports Center Bar & Grill. Susie Ontario's best sports bar six years in a row, best wings three years in a row. Unbelievable. It is your host, David McCaig, Jr. I am joined by E.J. Russell, Justin Heichel, and I'm going to bring in the fellas going first, all the way in Escanaba, Michigan, the one and only E.J. Russell. E.J., how's it going, pal?
1: Yo, I am doing a okay. Happy to be here as always, um, and, and just happy to have someone else to talk to because last week was boring. It's just us. I mean, if if you don't like Dave, Rye, Last week was probably a terrible
0: episode, but I enjoyed doing it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed listening to it. But glad hikes back. Definitely. Now let's go to that man who just had a birthday this past week. Now he turned. It doesn't matter what he turned. Happy birthday, Thanks, man. Michael, hi. How's it going, pal? And happy birthday again, brother.
2: Yeah, 29 again. It's all right. No complaints. Uh, Hopefully I'm waiting for the hairline to keep coming forward again. Uh, Stop going back. But, you know, it's uh, it's good. Colts won last week, obliterated Houston. Uh, I'm uh, on the up and up here on the playoff hunt. So uh, I think it's going all right.
0: Definitely. And you know what? Your better half is what I'll say. Tiana did a fantastic job hosting a little gathering at the house of people to stop on in. So that was uh, great to definitely see you in person for the first time in a while, Hike. I don't really recall the last time I've seen you personally in person. As I say, that back-to-back sounds weird and off, but.
2: East ends far away.
0: It is that. And I've seen friends throughout COVID, but I haven't seen the family, which I consider you guys family and also friends. But it have been very limited on seeing individuals, especially right now in Sault Ste. Marie as our COVID-19 cases rise, but this isn't a COVID show. We're not here to talk COVID. We're here to talk football. We're in the pocket, and we're getting ready to hot the ball, but I may as well tell everyone what the agenda is today because that's just basic common sense. Now, getting to the agenda, we're going to get to one point each, as we do each week, about something that you want to bring up that was last week, or if you want to bring up something that's this week, just basically round table discussion. And then after that is concluded, we're going to transition to our pick segment. And then we're going to get to the conclusion portion where I can state that if there's any NCAA news, any local football news, we try to dive into that near the conclusion of the show. So definitely a good amount to get to today and never feels like enough time. So we only got a short period of time here tonight. So we're going to dive right into it and I'll actually kind of go first uh, with point that I want to bring up usually I like going first to either EJ hike or if it's Tyler or whenever he decides to come back Jamie Antonello Uh, but I want to talk about Detroit Lions for last week I think a lot of Lions fans are you know we definitely have a very large listening base for Lions fans given our ESPN 1400 edition uh, that was actually canceled this past week due to weather so you know definitely can hear a lot of Lions talk on there from Butch Davis and Scott Uh, but definitely just a lot of followers there that are in the Michigan area because of Sioux, Michigan being uh, the home of the game sports show USA ESPN 1400. And of course, us being in Sioux, Ontario, we're border town with Sioux, Michigan. So if so facto, there's a lot of Lions fans to Ontario as well. And I know we have a great deal of listeners because I can see in our geographics where listeners come from, Southern Ontario, America, some overseas. So I can tell that we're, they're not all going to be Lions fans, but definitely we do talk about all football teams, especially on this show of In the Pocket. But I know there's a good, decent amount of Lions fans. And the messages, I got a few messages about that, and a good friend of ours, uh, myself and Heikels, uh, especially Pat DeLuca, uh, there's somebody that's a Lions fan, very excited, lad. Was he seeing them actually get a win? But his memes on Facebook are hilarious, chirping his own team about losing, and he had a pretty interesting one today. I'll let Heichel talk about that one when we get to it. But, you know, they the Lions get the win, the first win in, since in 2021. They haven't won a game since December 2020. You know, that is long. That is a long time. Okay. And they they last time they won the game, they had Matt Stafford. Okay. You, you know, it, it's been a long time coming for the Lions. Okay. And hopefully they can build forward. I don't know if they will this week, and we'll talk about the pick'em when we get there. But it was good to see the Lions battle, right? They're battling the Vikings, battling, just going right down to the end. You know, I was watching a game earlier this year between the Steelers and Lions, which we all know how that turned out and how upset I was about that game when the Steelers tied, given I can use an excuse that Ben didn't play or if I really wanted to go that route, but excuses should not be tolerated. There's obviously a lot of injuries, issues for a lot of teams going on. Just look at Tennessee in terms of either COVID or injuries. So the Lions getting their win, great to see that. And I want to get that out on the table first because I feel like that's almost like the elephant in the room to bring up because it has been beaten like a dead horse in terms of being how much has been talked about this week. Okay, but I have to give an extra shout out to it because a lot of the listeners may not have heard that piece of news or that may have not followed other podcasts or other news stories. I feel like they want to hear it one more time before going into this week that the Lions won a football game. It was great to see. And the Lions fans should embrace that. Hopefully they continue that momentum going forward. Very, I'd say, passionate fan base, but a a fan base that's getting really accustomed to losing and having a little bit of disappointment. If they're 500 or if they're under 500, they can't get over that hump of success. And hopefully one day they do for the sake of the Lions fans itself. But that's all I wanted to bring to the table was the Lions. I'm going to pass it off to EJ next. EJ, bring into your point. But if you want to comment on my point, you can feel free. Well, I'll just say this. I
1: mean, when you take into consideration the way that the end of that game went, the Detroit Lions did an absolutely fantastic job winning that game with a minute and 50 left. Um, they make that pass to Justin Jefferson. He gets the three-year pass from Kirk Cousins for touchdown. The Vikings go up 27 to 23, and all the Lions fans are going, oh, boy, here we go again. Vikings had an 83.5, according to ESPN, 83.5 win probability percentage at that point in the game. For the Lions to continue to fight back a, a team that doesn't have any wins. Jared Goff putting together a nice game. Damn near threw over three hundred, almost 300 yards. He had 296 yards, three touchdowns. Did a nice job of not turning the ball over too much, though. Win interception. That's how you find a way to win the game. With four seconds left, I was actually very confident that Jared Goff was going to find a way to throw that touchdown at the end of the game and find a way for the Detroit Lions to win it. So congratulations, Lions. Congratulations, Tyler. Um, the other thing I want to talk about. I forgot about that. Uh, Oh yeah. The other thing I want to talk about this week is Garner Minshew's back, baby.
0: <laughs> that was so funny when he hugged his dad. I thought that was hilarious. He looked, he did, he was Everything doing like was awesome. and if
1: nobody caught the fighter jet thing, it was totally a Tom Cruise gimmick, from what I could tell. It was totally Tom Cruise ass the way that he was flipping his hair and freaking was Very Tom Cruise like the Garner Minshew goes 20 to 25 for 242 yards, two touchdowns, an Eagle 33 to 18 win over New York Jets. Not a big deal to see the Jets lose. I just like everything about the way Gardner Minshew plays football. Besides the fact that he's not a top 10 quarterback. uh, I I love watching the kid play. Minshew mania is on. So I'll be paying attention to Philadelphia the rest of the year.
0: Everyone loves Gardner Minshew, man. The guy is. uh, I love that jacket he's wearing too. The guy's a beauty. And Hike, correct me if I'm wrong, or even EJ, was he the guy that said if he wasn't? No, that was Blake Bortles.
2: That was Bortles. I already know where you're going with that.
0: (laughs) Uh, I thought it was Minshew for a second, but it was not. But Minshew is definitely going to throw that ball over the mountains. That's right. That's a good there did go. you?
1: Did either of you two see the video he actually made when he was in Jacksonville with Uncle Rico?
0: Yeah, I did see that one. That's hilarious. Oh, was great. I, did. I have not seen that. that I sent it to you,
1: like, You got to look it up. It's just Garden Minshew, Uncle Rico on YouTube. It's so stupid. It's worth watching.
0: There You go, Hike. You have something to watch after the recording, and I can I'll expect a message on our on our chat. What's your yeah? That's that's
1: my birthday present to you. Happy birthday! Enjoy that one.
0: <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, Uncle Rico, if no one knows what that is, let me give you a quick reminder Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, that's all. let just look up Napoleon Dynamite, and uh, that should be good enough for you to look up. Hike, your point that you would like to bring up to the table,
2: uh, you know. I'm uh, I don't want to bitch about refing, but I'm kind of maybe gonna bitch about refing a little bit. And I mean, like, I feel like I feel no football, football, hundred percent. What thirty-one and nothing wasn't good enough win for your Colts? Are you complaining about it? Well, no, I just like I'm trying. Like, are are the lines as blurred to you guys as they are to me on like what's a pass interference and what's not? Because like the Colts just seem like they don't actually ever throw the ball deep. They just pass interfere deep, and. And, like, sometimes the calls are just lame. And, like, I'm benefiting from them as a fan of Indianapolis. And, I mean, like, other fans are benefiting from them as well. But, like, it also sucks when you're on the other side of that. And it just seems like there's, there isn't really, like, a set, you know, like, what is and what isn't. I mean, just let the guys hand fight a little bit. You know what pass interference is if you watched football long enough. Like, if the guys are just tugging at each other a little bit, I would consider that incidental contact. But, Now it just seems like if he looks at the guy wrong or the receiver, you know, complains enough, boom, flag. And, like, it sways games sometimes. I mean, like, we're getting to that point in the season where one of these calls could make or break a team's season.
0: In football, especially, that we were talking about this last week, EJ, was that that you have a team or teams that are fighting for position. And these are pivotal weeks, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Because of the movement in the standings some divisional games, playoffs comes down to some of these. You look back at week 16 or when you're at 16, 17, you're looking back to these weeks in games. I should have won all that non-call. I remember talking on our, one of our strike zone editions. here. I am plugging another show on our, in the pocket show. That's what we do. As I sit here, sipping another superior brewing company, delicious premium, all natural craft beer, which is Northern lights. Mm delicious. It's a light beer. Good for the carbs or carbs. Good for the poundage if you're watching that. Not really. It's not as much as that, but still delicious. But I mentioned that Marcus Semien was playing against the Tigers, and there was a routine ground ball to two, and when Semyon got it and he threw it to first, it was a gimme play. Vlad didn't catch the ball because it was an awful throw from Semyon. That play ended up getting the Tigers to extras against the Jays. The Tigers come up the next round and couple of hits. I think Cabrera might've hit a dinger that if I remember correctly, or I know he got a pretty significant hit and they win the, they win the ball game. The Jays don't make the playoffs because of one game. They win that game. They're either a tiebreaker for the playoffs or they might be in the playoffs. And that's where, yes, that's one game out of 162. There's games. 161 other games. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of other games, especially that they lost. They should have won, but sometimes that's a play. Okay, that's a self-inflicted move that caused you to lose. When you have an ump, a ref, a zebra, whatever you want to call them, (laughs) whatever your term is for the rest, I call them Zebs, especially when I'm playing Chell 22 online. I say, ref, Zebs, open your eyes. When I used to play hockey, I used to call them Zebs. They'd laugh. They'd get a chuckle out of it, thought I was cool, calling them Zebs when I was 18 years old. But when they are a factor in the game, that's unfortunate. It's more realistic and better when a player makes an error, of causes a flag in football, uh, roughing the passer, offside, delay, whatever you causes that extra yardage or fa- uh, face mask, whatever, whatever the infraction may be, that's a self-inflicted error that I would call that. Refs, Zeebs, linesmen, whatever you want to call them, that get involved into, and we're talking football, so the refs, <laughs> when they're involved in the game in a negative way and determine an outcome for some games, it's really unfortunate.
1: I I disagree a little bit. I think it's pretty clear as to what pass interference is is and isn't. Okay, hand fighting's fine within the first five yards. Okay, and I get it. It's the NFL. You, you want to you know chop a little bit down the field? Fine. You guys want to play that way? You want to play tough ball? I like that. I'm all for that kind of football. But listen, if your hands are up and you don't turn your head to make a play on the ball, that's wrong. If you touch the other player, if you're making a play on the ball, you're entitled to your space just as much as they are. Okay, I actually think that pass interference is a penalty that should have been reviewable a long time ago um you know i grew up in a household that my father firmly believed no penalty should be reviewable in the nfl Penalties a penalty otherwise every call you'd have every play you could look at holding you know everyone says there's holding on every play but i think the definition of what is and isn't pass interference is pretty clear Uh, there's a lot more hand checking going on and players want to try to be more physical, but we're introducing rules to try to protect these players. Uh, You can't have your cake and eat it too here. I believe that the rules are very clearly defined. I think that for the most part, the NFL has done a good job of letting review take care of those plays that need to be reviewed. Um, But I think they've done a great
0: job on calling pass interference this year. I think the rules are very clearly defined. I'll say right now, hike and we're going to be working uh, with our platform expansion. There's going to be a lot of content on here outside of sports. So it's going to be category, anything that you want. And there's going to be one individual. that's going to come on here. Uh, and his name is Rick. Uh, he's a big factor for no rest, no games. That's a very big, the um, project that he has in place, he also does work with, with Jack Armstrong. Uh, everyone knows Jack with the, the Raptors uh, through the NBA. So definitely it's more so originated through basketball, but it's coming sport where there's been a lot of issues towards refs. So I'm, I'm going to make sure I sit here and emphasize that I'm not talking smack about refs. I'm not talking uh, any negative about it, not just even because of that coming up for the show, but just in general. But I will say as an athlete, former athlete may I emphasize a former athlete that when you are in that game and something does happen, it is unfortunate, but we do have to recognize that refs are people. Okay. And I don't think the resort to referee and putting technology or robots or computers in there, whatever they want to do. I don't think that's going to be a good idea to do. I think you have to keep the realism and the original with refs. Having them determine the outcome of the game is unfortunate but it's also realistic. Look at the the Rams when they played against the Saints, right? When they, that was the NF, was that the NFC? Uh, NFC championship. That was the, yeah. yeah. Or oh, no, no, no. That wasn't the championship game the divisional round, I believe. So when they, when they, right, when there was that hit, that was 100% a penalty. That should have, that should have been called, but was it? No. And Saints fans are still upset to this day. Heck, we know two of them. Dustin and Jamie, that can, if you mention that to them, we could leave the room and they'd still be red in the face about how that was a missed call. But well, that's why they made PI reviewable was that penalty right there.
2: Yeah. You in- I mean, like they, they did, like, they, they took that play and, you know, made themselves better. I guess like I, it's just frustrating for me sometimes because like some of these balls are just uncatchable. Like they're a mile past them and these refs are just chucking the flag. It's like, come on, just whatever. Throw Let's the flag.
1: Throw the flag, and if you want to pick it up, pick it up. But if you think it might be, you throw it. Okay. You, you're the referees are allowed to pick. Like, and, yeah, and Dave, I'll disagree with a little bit of your point here. You're saying you don't want computers and reviews to be the outcome of the game. Let the human element be the reason, you know, uh, uh, games decided. Go back. You want to reference baseball? Go back to uh, Armando Galarraga's perfect game. Yeah, okay. Who's was the umpire there. G- Who's the umpire there? Jim Joyce messed up that cough. That's reviewable. Legend. Boy, that, he ends up having a perfect game. Uh, you know, we want to have the play determine the outcome of the game. But then when we use replay to make sure that we're getting it right, people want to bitch about the fact that, oh, it's too slow. It, it's changed the game. I don't want replay to turn the outcome of the game. Y'all complain when it wasn't right. And now that we're trying to get it right, everyone's that It's taking too long. Again, I, I said it once on the show, you can't have your
0: cake and eat it too. Good point. You know what? Honestly, for that, for that piece, I think I almost want to resort to sports specific about it, but I don't know if that would be fair. Like baseball, I feel like balls and strikes never should be. Reviewed. Yeah. Like there's that. I think if you were going to incorporate a guinea pig league or guinea pig action for computer use of officiating Do baked- it to Angel Hernandez. I would <laughs> go baseball first if I had to pick one of the four. Oh,
2: 100%. I mean, baseball, it's the most. Just
0: Angel Hernandez for balls and strikes. <laughs> <laughs> or golf could be one, too, because it's very simple. People don't think of golf. Tennis could be one as well because of the computerization when the ball lands. I can go on for days probably about different reasons why. But hockey, football, basketball, no. Too much going on. Too much movement. No, it doesn't really make sense. For baseball, it's a bit more simplified. So that could be, if that ever is an option, go ahead. But I don't think they should take that out. But I think they should always have the, I like the reviewable. I like, but I don't think it should be a reviewable every play. Like, you know what I mean? But if there's a play that is reviewable, that's deemed reviewable, go ahead and do it. If there isn't that option because it was a, a uncallable or it was non-reviewable, then keep it that way. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. Hike, final point. No, I
2: mean it's it's some good points, and uh, to be honest, it's just nice to get some difference of opinions instead of just being in my own head arguing with myself. Because like I was, I'm just I was starting to get frustrated with it, but like EJ's got some pretty good points. I mean, the ref can pick up the flag, so I mean there are when you're jamming through red zone on Sundays, you don't always see the refs pick up the flag as well. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I mean, you're not wrong with having to respect the ref's decisions on one end. And to be honest, they really shouldn't be dicking around past five yards, but I just like to see a little more aggressive game. That's it. You know, we're getting to that point where it means something. So you just like to see these guys fight it out a little more. I just like the refs to give them a little room to play, but it is what it is. Rules are the rules.
0: Rules are rules, but rules are meant to be broken. As I used to say, as a kid, I see that very creepily as well. Very creepy. Well, and you can't see us on video, but yeah, I don't know
2: why. I don't know why you touched your face there. That was a little.
0: Now I will the evil, the evil curl of the mustache. Speaking of video, I should have said this right off the hop. Actually, everyone's asking about the video. I have the announcement for video release. Uh, So the game sports show will be releasing its first video content, our special edition upload before Christmas. I can promise you that. We'll have our first video upload before Christmas. For news and sports shows, we plan to have our first official video upload to be for the game sports show news side. As I emphasize again, the game sports show news side for videos will be January the 18th, 19th, or 20th, whenever we either do a top shelf in the pocket. Uh, Or if we do uh, an end one special, whatever show we do within that week of the 17th and 18th, 19th, 20th, we will have our first news show uploaded video to YouTube. So people can mark that down their calendar. But our first official video upload for the game sports show itself for our special edition upload will be on December the 20th. We'll have the Theo Fleury show on December the 20th. Now for the game entertainment and media platform, there'll be more announcements to that when appropriate. So December 20th is the date locked for, for a first special edition upload on video, which was produced by Alex flood. The guy did a fantastic job on the video. I watched it. I can almost go into tears because of how amazing of a job he did. And the shows that we have coming up for our special edition shows are new shows. Uh, all the shows in the game, as well as with the game entertainment media platform is going to be bringing forward with all the different categories of entertainment and content. It's going to be fantastic. If there's going to be more news and updates for the game entertainment and media for the TGEM network. I will save that for when it is appropriate. Probably within the next seven to 10 days, you'll have a nice big promotion video potentially. Just saying. Just saying. might be a bit more coming. I want to make sure I get that out. This is the In the Pocket Edition presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Six years. Best sports bar. Three years. Best wings. Mm-mm, good. I'm actually going to get that for lunch tomorrow at work. I'm sitting here having a delicious beer from Northern Pure Brewing Company. And I'd like to do, of course, additional shows to our sponsors. But you can also check out our sponsors on thegamesportshow.com. Instagram at the Show, as well as Facebook, which is at the Game Show. And I'll flat out say right now, there's a lot of action on our game sports show, Instagram page. And I say that right now because I don't have a fucking personal page to attend to anymore because Instagram is a pain in my ass. EJ I downloaded or I have Instagram on a personal page. It got deleted. I made a new account an hour later. It got deleted randomly because Instagram has a vendetta against me. I don't understand. I made a new account, got deleted. So guess what people, the game sports show, hundred percent attention. As it always had, but if you want to get a hold of me, I guess that's where the best way to get a hold of me is on that page. You're just
1: you're like that uh that one girl I see all the time on TikTok. And when you click on it, the links deleted because TikTok's realized all she's doing is promoting herself and pornography or whatever. That's Dave on Instagram. Dave's just promoting himself and his OnlyFans page. That's why they keep removing him.
0: <laughs> that's actually not the first person to say that I have <laughs> That's a that's a friggin' thing, okay? I'm not. I would like to say that I'm not Bella Thorne. He wants
1: you to slide down to Mr. Electric Avenue. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's <Dot> your, net. <laughs> Mr. Electric Avenue Sizzling dot net. Ugh. Hannah, pretty up.
2: soon you're gonna have to put your one eight hundred number again.
0: One uh, Was it dot, dot ca where you live? <laughs> yeah, dot ca. Yeah, dot, dot org. I think dot org is also Canadian. I can maybe correct. We gotta
1: work over here too. Yeah, um, no, I
2: th- I think that's a universal one.
0: Oh, that's more universal. Okay. Not like OnlyFans. It's not universal. That's very Mr. simple. Mr. Electric Avenue.ca. <laughs> that's going to be a thing now. I wonder if that is a thing. I bet you Eddie Grant has that already. It has rights. I don't have I'll a- go look right now. <laughs> now, Hickam, Time, Heichel, I need an update on the standings. I think. Not- uh, drum roll. I feel like not much change from last week, but. I'll well say then for picks we're going to go in order of what place people are in from the bottom to the top on this call.
2: All right, well, it's getting uh, kind of ugly here. Um, so uh, me field of dreams is at plus one. 100, 128 plus 1. So 129. Uh, Dave is at 110 plus 12. so 124. So, EJ's got a five-game lead. Uh, I'm in third with 110. And uh, Tyler has 107.
0: Ooh, Tyler.
2: Tyler. By the way, Dave, you could totally own
1: MrElectricAvenue.ca. It looks totally available.
2: No, is it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think so.
0: MrElectricAvenue.ca. Yeah, there's no site. Yeah, I just did MR. Oh, my God. Eddie Grants. One of the be. listeners, are you going to buy that, that <laughs> go daddy, domain go, and then sell it? Go Daddy. Go da- they'll call it OnlyFans. Oh, that's my OnlyFans website. Now, pick them. what's your picks this week?
2: All right. Well, um, I'm taking the Steelers tonight. Yeah. They at least tied the Lions uh, and didn't lose. Uh, then I'm taking the Browns over the Ravens. Uh, Titans over the Jags. As much as I wanted to take the Jags to beat the Titans, I took the Titans because it's the logical choice. Uh, Chiefs over the Raiders. Saints over the Jets. Cowboys over the team. uh, Falcons over the Panthers. Seahawks over the Texans. Lions over the Broncos. Because I can't imagine Teddy Bridgewater throwing a pass to anyone on his team after watching that game against Kansas City. Uh, Chargers over the Giants, Bengals over the 49ers, Bills over the Bucks, Packers over the Bears, and Cardinals over the Rams. Uh, and then as far as the Rams-Cardinals uh, score, I got Cardinals 42, Rams 21. Uh, and then the Chicago Green Bay game, Packers 38, Bears 21. Most points this week, Arizona, and least points, the Giants. Oof
0: that. You pick the Lions. I was debating, but you'll see who my picks are in a few moments. That's Heichel's picks. Hike's picks going to should be TGEM Prez. I'm not going to say the other one, Prez. 13. It is Steelers. As everyone knows, tonight is Thursday. We usually record the show on Wednesdays, but this is Thursday. This is 6.38, the time of my picks, so the Steelers game hasn't kicked off yet. It's at 8.20 Eastern time, but Just so we're going to state who's going to win, and you may hear this night of, day after, but just so you know what was done in advance and what time it is that we picked this. Steelers over the Vikings, Ravens over the Browns, Titans over the Jags, Chiefs over the Raiders, Saints over the Jets, Cowboys over the team, Panthers over the Falcons, Seahawks over the Texans, Broncos over the Lions, sorry Lions fans, Chargers over the Giants, 49ers over the Bengals. I had to take that as one of my gamble picks to see. Uh, to hopefully, I can gain some leverage on the one only E.J. Russell. Bills over the Bucks. The first time I picked against the Bucks this year. Fun fact. Big fan of what the Bills could and should be doing. Another one of my picks, and I'm hoping that EJ does not have over me to try to gain some grounds. Packers over the Bears. Cardinals over the Rams. Actually, I know the favorites are the Cardinals in that game by a big margin, but I don't know. I think it's going to be a closer game. I actually had a hard time picking that win. 28-21 is my game for the Cardinals over the Rams. 31-7 Packers over the Bears. Least uh, points this week. I actually picked this incorrectly, so I'm going to make sure I change that right away. The least this week is the Giants, and the most is the Saints. I accidentally had the opposite way. a <laughs> thing I caught that. That would have been uh, brutal, but that is the, tie, uh, the tiebreaker segment for my least and most points of the week. EJ.
1: In the couldn't beat Detroit Bowl tonight, I will take the Vikings over the Steelers. Uh, Browns over the Ravens, Titans over the Jags, Chiefs at home against the Raiders, Saints on the road against the Jets, Cowboys over Washington Football Team, Panthers at home over the Falcons, Seahawks road win over the Texans, easy win there. Uh, Lions, sorry you uh, don't need to win another game for the draft pick sake. So Broncos over the Lions, Chargers over the Giants, Bengals over the Niners, Buckos over the Bills. Packers over the Bears Cardinals over the Rams most are uh, tiebreaker Rams 21 Cardinals 28 Bears 10 Packers 24 most points Chargers least points Jacksonville
0: no one loves Jacksonville again points for Trent Lawrence this guy I called this guy to maybe perhaps be a bu- a bust and was I crazy on saying that I know I said that earlier no, it's not just well here's the thing the kid's
1: incredibly talented and if you put him with an actual uh, NFL head coach he might have a shot but it's the combination of Urban Meyer trying to bring his system to Jacksonville, uh, and not it's, having it's, it's just a mess. It's, yeah, it's just not pretty.
0: It's ugly. Like, and w- he needs to cut his hair. He does. Maybe he'll be a Steeler next year when Ben Ben retires. Just kidding. Rumor cool. on the streets, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I I wouldn't mind Aaron Rodgers of Pittsburgh as much as he That's what I'm hearing. I wouldn't be mad about that at all. The Steel Curtain would love to have him there, but I'd be pissed. <laughs> uh, I would, I would
2: uh, be unimpressed. Bring him to Cleveland.
0: Another <laughs> Super Bowl. You don't want Baker Mayfield running the show anymore? I'll take him in Pittsburgh. Uh, you, you asking are, me if I want, want Baker Mayfield or Aaron Rodgers? Is that a real uh, question? A good point. Do
2: you want? Do you want Gardner Minshew or Baker Mayfield?
0: Gardner Minshew. <laughs> no, no, taking. I'm, I'm rolling with my boy Baker there. <laughs> I don't know, man. You see the way that guy hugs? Oh my God, that guy. Yeah, up. but
2: Baker
1: Mayfield can rock a mustache just as well as Gardner Minshew can.
0: Oh, he.
2: Yeah, but minchu mania
0: did you watch the video yet while right,
2: bacon with baker that's fair at I mean, home with Baker the- his
0: whole home is the
2: the it- commercials are pretty good
0: you watch the video yet hike while we
2: no were- no not yet I didn't uh- uh-
0: that's coming. That's coming. And as soon as we get off this friggin' call, he's going to message us in the group. EJ Hike, what i would like to do for this part, we had our pick 'em uh, Again, this is the In the Pocket segment, Season 5, Episode 14, fellas. We're already 14 weeks in. My goodness. Time is flying by. Do you realize that as I say that outside my mouth, 14 weeks. I think we did 13 weeks ago with a bye week we combined. But of the show this year, they we're on the 14th week, 13th week of recording time is flying by okay 12 weeks that's three months i don't know if anyone realizes that that's we are in the middle of going in towards our fourth month of recording and we're in the 14th week of the nfl season Hmm. can't believe it it's almost calendar what's that said did you just get a calendar (laughs) it's covid what calendars are running right now
2: like you're very excited about all these like numbers and
0: you should see my dog right now beside me. He's also very excited, wondering what the heck I do with a thing on my face, talking myself. The
2: dog
1: taught him how to lose the calendar.
0: <laughs> He's probably actually looking for the advent calendar. <laughs> But we have Christmas around the corner. People are going to ask what our holidays for Christmas. We'll have uh, next week will be when I kind of release what our holidays schedule is going to be. As every year, we have a holiday in the summer and we have a holiday at Christmas. So uh, this time... Uh, for what uh, seems like that our next week will be our last week before we have our holidays. Uh, but EJ, just so you have a heads up, I am on vacation from the 29th until the 12th of January, my friend. So you're going to be hosting in the pocket for the oh, boy. absences. Just so, so you're are aware of that. And in terms of editing and uploading shows, I might pass that on to par or Heichel. You send them the edit, they post it. That's how it might well, happen. Somebody, somebody better figured out because it's been struggling. <laughs> I had to get someone from the suit. I don't trust Dane. I gotta. You'd I never, Dane.
1: you'd never know I had my own
0: show. <laughs> oh my so it's gonna have to be Hike or Alex or even Alex Flood, but he's in Thunder Bay, so you know, that'll be fun. we'll talk about our uh, upcoming we'll holiday schedule next week as well. What so, are cool. you, yeah,
2: Mister, like Mister Worldwide? Here we got people all over the place.
0: You, it's in the states. We are international. Yeah. Yeah. We that's funny. We have listeners across overseas, pretty little listeners, which is awesome. Now, EJ, hike. Final topic that you'd like to bring up. EJ, you want to talk some NCAA hike? Do you want to bring up NCAA points? You want to talk video game, video game, football chat, your garage chat, anyone, anything you want to bring up for the last uh, three minutes here before we wrap up.
2: How about, uh, how about the Argos players fighting fans after they lost on Sunday at the, uh, CFL East final.
0: Yeah, and that I, was a pretty good I missed all this. So you're kind of gonna, I've seen it. Um, I, I, <laughs>
2: So like, the Toronto players were walking off the field, going down into the tunnel, I guess, and this uh, TyCats fan with his cape on and everything else was dumping uh, dumping his beer all over them, and a bunch of the players rushed back up the tunnel and into the stands and they like into the, like
0: the um, like the tunnel right in now.
2: between in between the stands there and like they grabbed the one guy and the cop came and broke it up and it was no uh, it wasn't like Mike Milbury with the shoe beating the guy in the stands but
1: no malice in the palace
2: yeah no definitely not but you don't often see football players get a hold of a fan so it's uh, it was a good one especially in the CFL everyone thinks I'm so polite
1: I'm gonna walk you through this guy guy number six is walking towards fans he's kind of wiggling his finger like hey come over here oh guys are climbing in the stand oh they're climbing over oh here we go (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a full swing (laughs) <laughs> that's a full swing. And then the guy's kind of pinned against the wall. Security grabs him. Man, that's a big swing, though. Holy cow.
0: That was a big swing. Executive.
2: Like, the, there was some hate behind it, for sure.
0: There was. Now, like, I... CFL is suspend, has suspended Argos executive John Murphy indefinitely after altercation with the fans and that's as per CBC. Uh the Hamilton Tiger-Cats defeated Tron 27-19 at BMO Field on Sunday to advance the Great Cup. Now, there's obviously some background with, you know, the, the quarterback COVID protocol. So That was
2: a shit show. Uh, what- I was I was trying to understand what happened there and like if the CFL wants to be a respectable league Maybe they shouldn't have, like, I don't, I, it's, this is the most embarrassing set of rules. Okay, if you, if you go out in the public three days before a game, you're not allowed to play because you've been in contact with too many people. However, the team sent him to the Raptors game to promote the game on Sunday. It's like the team sent him there and then the team suspended him. And what the fuck's the guy supposed to do?
0: He was trapped. I, the CFL, and I'll I'll flat, I'll say it. The CFL has just been embarrassed by what happened occurring there. Not, you know what, the altercation with fans. You don't see a lot of that in the CFL. Okay. Like that is a rare occasion. Okay. And ultimately, that game, you know, I thought the, the Argos were gonna defeat Hamilton a little bit better, but Hamilton walks away at the way. Oh man,
2: the great cups and Hamilton fucking. The hammer is going to be rocking next weekend. It at is. least, at least half full if for you the Great Cup.
0: Want to go watch football this week? Honestly, a football to go watch, might be in Hamilton in Ontario because the Winnipeg boo uh, boo boo the boo bombers. Oh my God, the blue bombers. Uh, okay, big game for Winnipeg. The fans in Winnipeg are very excited i could tie that just from knowledge through my full time job that they are having rallies appropriate covid rallies mad but they're excited there's a lot of fanistic like schools are involved the winnipeg B- blue bombers are a fan favorite to win but it's gonna be-
2: the te- the team is legitimately named after Labatt's blue the fans are partying <laughs> like
0: and ej is sitting there on the other end saying what the fuck is cfl i like what the hell
1: can All he- i know is the guy's that? running for when you <laughs> Three, down
0: Three down football. EJ, it's whatever. It's not the same. It's, it's not the same. Very. Funny. It's
2: like field hockey.
0: <laughs> and could is there one CFL player you think Hike, that could play in the NFL? Uh,
2: there's a, You know what? I think like defensively they could transition a little easier than offensively. Like, like Lucky Whitehead is the best player in the CFL. And he was like the shittiest receiver on the Cowboys. I forgot. So, like, I'm not, he wasn't, I don't think he was the guy that like was on the Spike TV reality show to become a receiver on the Cowboys. I don't think he was that guy. But, like, it's just, it's a whole different world. Like, I, there's, th- I don't know that there's some players like maybe kickers.
0: Yeah. Okay. Kickers. Well, they, they're kicking over 30 it's not the same the field's a little bit of different feel but the
2: field the field has an extra 10 fucking yards in it and and the end zones are 20 yards deep i would like to see the nfl with 20 yard deep end zones i would be okay with that i think that would be a little fun
0: we've never talked all season we haven't talked cfl and they're getting because
2: there's there's not much to talk about
0: here's the funny thing there is so Jordan Hoover from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, who we plan to have a guest on one of our special edition shows because we, we do a lot of hockey on those shows, but we're going to be talking baseball, football players and all that now as we especially transition to the platform. But, you know, and Obviously, he played for the Edmonton Elks this year, which a lot of people don't like that name, the Elks. I'm not too much of a hater towards it, to be honest with you. I don't think it's that bad. There's worse names out there.
2: There's definitely worse names, but the helmets are so lame, man. It looks like the Jackalope.
0: (laughs) Cantaloupe. No,
2: no. Look up the Jackalope, and then you'll understand.
0: Uh, honestly, CFL, I know a lot of people are probably wondering, maybe why if we talk a lot of that here? I'll make a promise. And in the pocket next year, we will devote a brief segment, uh, to the CFL. Okay. It's more we'll work. We'll do a brief segment to the <laughs> NFL and NCAA about five to seven minutes each yeah. upload. And then the rest will be NFL football with also local tide. We'll make sure. Cause as we transition the video it'll be about 45 minutes, our times are going to be tested, but also our content is going to be tested. So always be something to talk about. Well, hey,
1: let me throw this in here real quick. A couple of guys that went from the CFL to the NFL. Joe Theismann, Toronto Argonauts. Uh, Brandon ba- Browner for the New England Patriots played for the Calgary Stampeders. Cameron Wake, uh, famous lineman from the Dolphins, played for the BC Lions for a long time. There, there's a bunch of players who did a lot. I think more notably, you'll see quarterbacks that have made the switch, but there are quite a few guys that have made the jump. The Rock.
0: If you're good, the NFL are fine. Ricky Williams, right? He played for the Dolphins. He's a running back, played for the Argos at the time. I don't. uh, Was that because he had to,
1: like, get around drug test stuff or something?
2: He could smoke weed here. It was fine.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, no, he cared.
2: And then he broke his arm like two games in, and then he just smoked weed all the time, and that was it.
0: Legend though, that I remember obviously watching a lot is Ricky Ray. Uh, of course, that is uh, he. W-
2: he played in the Jets briefly,
0: yeah, he did, right? Uh,
2: yeah, he was there with the man genius.
0: Uh, Canadian, he is, and he's actually, um, he started, he spent majority of his career with the Edmonton at the time, it was the Eskimos, uh, now the Edmonton Elks, uh, the Toronto Argonauts as well. He's 42 years old, okay, and he's from California. I actually thought, uh, uh, he was a more of a... Uh, I thought was- uh,
2: most most of the QBs in the CFL are all American.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. I uh, I remember for
1: I think Travis Lule, He's yeah. friend, He played with Mac Malhan, the inventor of So Right, one of the sponsors of the show. Travis I- Lulay. I think he played for the BC Lions for a while. I knew him. I thought he was a Pitt- he was a Montana State guy.
0: Uh, Ricky Ray. I thought he was a Pittsburgh guy, but I was incorrect. But. I don't remember. But nonetheless, fun CFL chat for the last couple minutes there. Nothing to touch on really locally. Uh, The only thing I'll make sure to give a shout out is if if you are in the region of local football, we do talk about it on our ESPN 1400 edition when it's going on. And in here in the Sioux, we definitely give as much brief as we can. And there'll be more as we proceed forward. Obviously, we talked a lot of Cora on the show this past uh, couple of weeks because of their success. Uh, but that we will transition moving forward towards the ending of the show right now. We've done a lot on this show. We are a little bit past the time. I want to but Hey, talking CFL for once. That's fun hearing EJ talk about the, the BC lions and the Edmonton Alks and the Argonauts. I haven't heard him say it's CFL once all season. That's enough. Probably. I know I'm hip on the Winnipeg blue bombers. They're a pretty good football team. Make sure we watch this great cup. Make sure that you watch a great cup on Sunday. It's that wasn't,
1: wasn't it the Edmonton Eskimos that, that ran through a bunch of titles? Weren't they pretty good? And then their team called the Rough Riders? Some I know a little stump stuff yeah, here. Come on now.
2: There was there was briefly two teams called the Rough Riders.
1: What, aren't they black, red, and white or something? Red, black. Yeah, and,
2: yeah now they're the Let's red go.
1: Blacks.
0: Yeah, see? I got some stuff. You know, my first Toronto championship that I saw was the Argonauts. And I remember being a little bit younger. I, uh, I was pretty excited to see Toronto win something. My next team I saw win that was a Toronto team it was a Toronto Raptors in 2000. Actually, no, I lied. Toronto, the TFC, TFC won, but I'm not huge on soccer, but seeing TFC win was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, but then the Raptors. Okay. So I've seen three Blue Jays, Toronto, Maple Leafs. You're up. Let's go. I need to see some titles in Toronto. I
2: was going to say you weren't, you weren't functional for the Jays one.
0: Uh, I was two years old.
2: Nineties.
1: I was one and two years old at the time. I was shit my get deck. your memory better. Yeah,
2: why? Why weren't you an advance? What does Scott always
1: say? Touch them all, Joe.
0: You'll never hit a more important home run in your life. Scott remembers the quote. Why can't you? Well, that's a poster that's an iconic number 29 Joe Carter the guy is a legend he's on the the excellence board up at the top at the at the uh, Rogers Centre fantastic but now we're getting off topic fellas getting to the conclusion here of in the pocket it's been episode 14 presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill it's Jimmy, Ontario best sports bar for 6 years in a row best wings 3 years in a row we did plan to get back on location before the new year but given covid rising numbers we're keeping it safe playing it safe if you will, we hope to get back at least for one episode uh, before the season wraps up and maybe that'll be the super bowl preview show or the super bowl after show or something for in the pocket, but we projected in the pocket may not be back live on location until next season, given the COVID cases. Now, heikel I want to say thank you to you, my friend for taking the time to come on. As always, we do have shows coming up this week. Got Top Shelf around the corner. We play, I know there's a soccer upload between Scott and Daniel Scarpino. I know we're playing and one to be coming out within the next seven days. There's a lot of content coming, but for you, my friend, we got Top Shelf coming up in the next couple of days. But thank you for taking the time to talk football tonight.
2: Yeah, no problem. It's always a good time.
0: Always a good time. And I think your attendance is pretty successful. You know, you only missed one show. It's not bad. That's pretty good. EJ, my friend. Escanaba, Michigan, all the way from there, which is three hours away from here, I think. About that. About that. Thanks for taking the time, brother. It's always fun. Happy
1: to be here, as always. Uh, college football, real quick. Cincinnati's yeah. going to play Alabama in the college football playoff. Michigan's going to play Georgia, so uh, go Big Ten, go Bearcats, beat Bama. Uh, that's all I got there.
0: Definitely. We talk a lot of football and there just never seems to be enough time when you're talking football. and I've Also,
1: just cause I'm a big fan barstool, Arizona bowl, uh, central Michigan will play Boise state right before Georgia and, uh, Michigan square off in their bowl game. So 4:30, the barstool, Arizona bowl, it is going to be entirely controlled broadcasted everything by barstool. So I'm sure it's going to be a shit show and it'll be fantastic.
0: Uh, barstool sports. They get a little, I can't wait on the game sports show, which is powered by the game, entertainment and media. Lots of big things coming for this show and for the for our powered by TGEM company. A lot of big things coming. Very excited uh, to bring all that to you. Make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe on the Game Sports Show and also with TGEM, the network launches. Get prepared for that. A lot of things to be enjoyed and just to be a part with us. We've been here for five plus years. If my video is on, people would see me shrugging. can't see me yet, but you will see us soon enough. December the 17th week will be on video for the games Sports show News Shows. So hike, get that hat ready, get the outfit ready to be on camera, buddy, because it's going to be fun come the new year for that. Now, I'm here to remind listeners, after you hit like, follow, and subscribe, I'll give you a second. One, two, three. That's three seconds. I'm here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, train your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.